Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. So today, we're taking it international again, uh, and we're going to the other side of the globe, uh, but we've got an international star who has been in LA for the last five years, making big waves uh, and pursuing a career in the TV and film industry. She started at the age of 14 uh, in a homeland of South Africa, presenting on TV, and from then, she actually knew that this is what she was going to do. Uh, she has host, hosted the Golden Globes Award, Red Carpet. Uh, she interviewed stars like Nicole Richie, Simon Cowell, Tyra Banks, and even Terry Crews, just to name a few. I love Terry Crews. Just saying. <laughs> love um, him. <laughs> yeah. And this year, she landed a dream job at America's Got Talent. And I think so early in your career, you're only just getting started. Uh, we have the incredible Chanel Hurling. Welcome, Chanel. Yay. Thanks, Jamie. Welcome, Thank welcome, you for welcome. having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us on the other side of the world yesterday, because uh, it's technically it's so Thursday weird. there. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. So we're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire. Um, so that's okay. what we do. There. We've got 21, 22 questions, quick questions, okay. quick answers. Uh, are you ready? I've never done a rapid fire, so now I'm excited. <laughs> well, well, let's do it then. Uh, favorite <laughs> yes. song right now? Oh, you know what? I am a big fan of Jungle. And so my favorite song from them is Cherry. Cherry. All right. Cherry. Do you know Favorite it? song? No, I don't. But I'm going to no, Google it. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna YouTube it. And I think yeah. Google's the first thing we always say, but I'm actually going to YouTube <laughs> yeah. the song. <laughs> favorite song to get pumped up to? Oh, a little Cardi B. There's nothing like Ooh. Cardi B to get you in the mood. Or Beyonce, you know what I mean? When you're Ooh, getting yeah, ready. Beyonce. That's a common answer, <laughs> yeah. Beyonce. That's a common answer. Oh, really? your, fa- your favorite movie? Moulin Rouge, Nicole Kidman's My Everything. And that kind of was like my aha moment to be in this oh, industry, Moulin Rouge. Sorry, I'm not, okay. very, I'm not very good at giving short answers, am I? <laughs> no, no, it's good. Don't, you're, you're actually doing really well. Most people go on for like a rant for like 20 minutes <laughs> okay. about their favorite songs. Like I just asked what the name of it was. <laughs> favorite yeah. book? Uh, Normal People. Okay. It's a new one. Author? If you know. I've just forgotten the author. That's okay. She, we'll, actually we'll, has a, she has a series on Hulu that just came out. So if you read the book first and then you watch the series, you'll appreciate perfect. it even there more. There you go. Okay. Favorite color? Uh, that one changes. Sometimes pink, <laughs> sometimes black. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Your go-to meal? Uh, pizza with a side salad. And then you put the salad on top of the pizza and then you don't feel as guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I love the strategy. I love the thought process. That's so good. Uh, your favorite TV show? Uh, right now is the bold type or my all-time favorite is Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad. Your first job. My first job, a waitress. Waitress. I was okay. terrible at it at a pizza restaurant. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up. Actually, sorry. Can I go back on that? That's such a lie. My first job was a TV host at 14. How did I forget that? I only became a waitress at 19. <laughs> Was that like an illegal only, TV host? Was that something that like you should wait no, until like your student age to work? No, that was all legit. And then I actually only became a waitress at 19 because my boyfriend at the time worked at that restaurant and a lot of our friends did. So it kind of was like a social. I only did it for a month and then they fired me. So <laughs> Is it because you're giving up too much free food? Yeah. Was it because you're giving yeah. up too much free food? Well, me didn't know how to work the computer and would charge people for like half pizzas instead of full pizzas <laughs> or vice versa. And it just was a disaster. So they were like, stick to the TV hosting Chanel. Yeah. Well, I think what the biggest problem was, someone would order a pizza and you'd probably give them a salad as a side. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. And they're like, you just can't do, you can't do the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, your biggest uh, celebrity slash sporting order growing up? My, what, sorry? Biggest what? Celebrity slash sporting idol growing up. Oh, Nicole Kidman, uh, Charlize Theron, both in the field, mm. and uh, Kat Dealey as a TV host. I like it. One thing you hate or dislike, and you can't say coriander. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like fish paste. What? Fish paste. What's that? Yeah, don't, don't even, you don't need to research what that is. Well, I'm glad I don't know what it is. I had a traumatic experience with that when I was like fish. six years old. I went fish to a paste. restaurant with my friend and her aunt 
ordered fish paste on toast. I mean, it just sounds horrific. And I was like, I really don't want to eat this. Like all very polite. Like this is not what my vibe. Please don't make me eat this. And she was like, you have to eat it. I bought it. So it's oh. very traumatic. So don't give me fish paste. <laughs> there it is, guys. If you ever cross paths with Chanel, do not <laughs> give her fish paste. I love it. Fish paste. Fun- no. Funniest or craziest thing you've done? Uh, craziest thing I've skydived. I've paraglided. Mm. Um, but I think to be relative to what we're talking about today, the craziest thing I've done is move halfway across the world at age totally. 23 by myself after living in a little bubble in Cape Town to pursue my dreams. Amazing. Amazing. We're definitely going to dive a little bit deeper into that for sure. Uh, Are you more of a book or audio book? Book. I've never listened to an audio book. Wow. Yeah. Any interest in doing that or just more of a just hardcore book? Podcasts are more what I enjoy listening to, Mm. but I think if I do give it a shot of listening to an audio book, I think I could really love it. But I just, there's something about holding a book. I don't even do a Kindle. Like I love holding a book and turning the page. Yeah, you know. agreed, agreed. If I'm going to hold it, I'd rather hold the book than hold a Kindle. Yes, there we go. Um, and you can write it in and stuff. Yeah. Summer or winter? Summer. Okay. What's one thing that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Um, I really want to rollerblade. Oh. Or is it roller skate? Not the one with the four wheels. I think that's skate. I see all the girl, all the girls on TikTok are doing it and it looks really cool. And I'm like, I really need to. <laughs> Well, you've got the Learn best spot to, to do, do that. there down Santa Monica. You can do yes, it there. Yes, Santa Monica, Venice. That's the vibe. All right. All right. Roller skate. Well, next time I'm there in LA, we're going to have to go roller skating. Even though I don't know how, I'm just going to learn on the spot. Because like you there have to go. do that. You have to do it. There we um, go. Sum up your mindset in one word. Uh, my mindset in one word is all about, I guess, positive thinking. What you put out, you get. So, And you also let yourself those- feel. Whatever you're feeling, let yourself feel. Because only from there can you grow. So that's my mindset, especially during this time of just 2020, COVID, life, this industry. Mm, Let myself mm. go through the motions, experience it, and not be so hard on myself if I am feeling a certain way. Be like fluid. Be be like flow. Be like fluid, like water. Just go with it. Yeah, good. Go with the flow. Yeah. Your proudest moment personally and then proudest moment professionally. Uh, Personally, my proudest moment... uh, I would say last year is when I took my health back into my own hands. LA and the lifestyle here was quite hectic and took a beating on me both mentally and physically. So I took a year to work on myself and I'm very proud of the progress that I have made and still continue to choose to make. So that's a personal thing I'm really proud of and enjoy. And then thank you. And then career wise, moving here, uh, you said I hosted the goal at the golden globes. At the after, it was actually the after party red carpet, which was just wow. so much fun. Um, it, That's another I whole episode career, there, guys. I, I just want to yes. have a whole episode on that. <laughs> yeah, that was very cool. I um, actually have a few funny stories from that, which we can get into. But totally. I think with my career, the goals and the things that I'm proud of, it kind of changes every year. Mm. Um, when I moved here, it would be booking the job with the buzz. This this year is working with AGT. So it changes depending on my goals. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. Huge efforts. Uh, what's Thanks. been your What's been your greatest failure, or you can substitute that word for anything else? But your greatest failure that no, no, that was your best lesson. That's a tricky one because I'm going to be all cliched here and say that I don't really see my choices or the different parts as failures. Um, one thing that I did recently regret, if we can use that word, is when I yep. moved to America. I was like, I'm only going to focus on one thing, and that is my TV hosting. And I kind of think that that was a bit silly because I moved to the city where movies are made. I acted also in South Africa. So I moved to the city where movies are made and I give up acting. So I feel like my whole time here, I've kind of not given any attention to acting, but I've recently revisited that as of last year. So I'm back in it. So really, there's no regret there. It's just, I wish I'd started a little bit earlier, but here we are. Good. There we go. Here we are. Yeah. If you could choose one person in the world, any one person to have lunch with, past or present, dead or alive, you've got a two-hour time limit, and where would you have lunch? Oh, I'm a little bit cliche, number one, Mandela. I never, I always was like, I really wish I had met Mandela. So I think he's just a phenomenal man. But um, Shanice Theron, I mean, mm. I'm here as an actress, I'm here as a TV host, and I think, she, you know, she's done it all. I think it would be very interesting to have a conversation with her and 
Wow, Where would you have lunch? lunch with Charlize Theron? Can you imagine? Um, there's a really cute restaurant on Sunset Boulevard here called the Petit Four. I would love to go there. Or the ideal would be Soho House. Any, just any putting it out there, house, putting I'll those good it. vibes out there, putting <laughs> yeah. those good vibes. As soon as we get off this uh, this recording, you're gonna get an email from Charlie being like, "Hey, let's do yes! lunch at Soho." Absolutely, Love it's it. gonna happen. <laughs> gonna happen. Uh, what was ten year old Chanel like? Oh, 10 year old Chanel, what a little cutie, just so naive. <laughs> she was a dancer. She was living her best life, very protected in her bubble. No worries. Loved her chocolate. <laughs> just <laughs> having Love the it. best time in Cape Town, yeah. really. Good, good, good. What's one trait or quality that you most attract to, or the one that's most important, you would say, within your closest network of friends, or top five people? What's one thing that stands out within them? Uh, honesty, loyalty. So those are two things, but I think they work together. Absolutely. Good one. And lucky last, lucky last, your favorite superhero. Oh, my favorite superhero. I'm going to say I recently watched uh, Batwoman. So I think she's, she was created as a superhero of late. I don't think she's an original. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I really yeah. love that series. Batwoman totally. and Ruby okay. Rose, I think, did a she's not a phenomenal actress, but I think she did a good job in the role. Like that role so, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Batwoman. Yeah. All for the woman. Yeah, definitely. Double, <laughs> 2020, love it, love let's it. do it. Well, we were actually watching um Justice League the other night, myself and May. Oh, and, I haven't um, watched it. Yeah, it was good. She was like right into it. Uh she was absolutely oh, yeah. loving it. So uh no, nah, it's good. Well, that's rapid fire. Well done. You made love it. it. Thank you. Uh, I did my first one. Happy days. You can put that on the resume now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put that in the bio. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, you know, what's one thing that, you know, you've learned about yourself during this COVID period? Oh, I've learned actually that I'm mentally strong. I think I've spoken to, and I'm very open with this, so we can dive into it if you wanted to. The past, when I moved here, I was on such a high. It was a start. I literally started from the beginning. Um, a year and a half into my stay, I, LA kind of took its toll. And it was really hard. I, I did go through depression. I did struggle in every kind of way. And I think what I've learned, especially now in lockdown, is those tools that I use to get out of that state and to kind of be the best version of me, if we can say that, I put to use again in lockdown because I, I didn't actually feel any anxiety. I wasn't worried. I was like, we're all in this together. I'm not going to let this affect me because what's that going to do? Like, it was almost comforting to know that we were all in this together. And yeah. I'm very lucky to have my boyfriend here. And we have a precious little doggy. She's looking at me right now. So like, <laughs> my my lockdown space was a very happy space. And I think if I hadn't worked on myself, uh, those past few years, to get to where I am now, I think I would have really suffered now in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I learned is that yeah, my mind is strong and I'm okay. Awesome. And yes, I'm going to have up and down and it's really to just embrace those ups, embrace the downs because yeah. you're going to come out stronger. Absolutely. So well, that's and, what I learned. And, and I also learned, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, go for it. You're right. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I also learned that I miss reading. I don't think I've really oh. read a book in like forever and already now in lockdown, I read five books, which is oh, very wow. impressive for me. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that extra reading might help you get some new scripts when you're getting back to the, into the acting space. Exactly. Well, that's actually why I watched um, that woman, to be honest, because I had a very cool audition for the show. Ah. I didn't get it. But the fact that I like got the audition was very exciting. You, you were like, I would have played that role so much better. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You get the next bigger and better one, whenever that is, uh, that oh, comes I your way. I hope so. It, I is, hope so. What you sort of mentioned there about the whole, you know, the LA got the better of you. Is that like a is that like a common theme there in this industry or is it something that you can prepare for like, or people just a little bit maybe naive to it? They just think they'll go mm. there and it'll all happen. Cause is it true? Like I, and I did a bit of research as you do mm. that you actually yeah. went to LA with no manager, no nothing. You just went there, no job, yes, I, just flew in. Nothing. Yeah. 100%. I literally did arrive thinking, cool. I'll give myself six months and I'll be on the, I'll be the next Ryan Seacrest from South Africa. (laughs) I moved here very naive. And like you've said, no manager, no friends, no work lined up. By yourself? Were you by yourself? No. Or by myself. Yeah, Yeah. nothing. Um, I did move in with a family here 
in LA, my mom actually taught the mom of the family. So they're old family friends and thank goodness for them because I had this home base to come to every night. But other than that, I, it was just Chanel, go do it. And I often look back at that time and I try and pull that excitement back into my current situation to be Mm -hmm. like, let's Mm -hmm. remember that Chanel that arrived here so excited and um, big eyed and just like taking everything in. And I am like that again now, but I'm a little bit more realistic. Yeah. Like, and I think, I think I had to go through all those motions though. I don't think anyone should come here and um, almost feel like it's not going to happen to them because that's life. LA is a very difficult city and everybody says that, but we chose this industry. If The exciting thing is that everybody in this city is here for the, pretty much the same reason, for yeah. their dreams, for this industry, whether you're a writer, an actress, a producer, a musician. And I think that is just so beautiful and so exciting that we all here for pretty much the same thing. But to go back to the the tough of it, it's it's extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, mm-hmm. it is who you know. Um, a lot of the time, it's not even about your talent. It's about your followers. It's about mm-hmm. just how you look. Are you right for the brief, visually? You know, regardless if you're actually a good host or not, or yeah, good actress yeah. or not. Yeah. So those are all the things that you deal with mm-hmm. in this industry already. And then, yeah, it's cutthroat. Hey, I mean, there are thousands of actors thousands of tv hosts but only a handful of jobs especially with tv hosting because all the channels have their hosts already correct and i mean with e-news they've just canceled e-news so there we've got less jobs um so the whole the whole thing or just for a period of time yeah e-news no e-news is done the actual show e-news that you know they had with juliana rancic ryan c chris jason kennedy that's done that's stuff they play that's stuff they play here in australia yeah, I, it's what I grew up like watching because I was like, I need to be on E, that is the goal. And I think that's another thing that I learned when I moved here is that it's okay to shift your goals. Mm, like I've done mm. all the kinds of TV hosting here. I've hosted on a YouTube show. It was it had over a million subscribers, wow. um, which is kind of like on the lines of what E! News is type of mm. hosting, celebrity hosting. I actually started my own channel with three of my friends um, and that was a ball, but I realized that's not the kind of hosting I want to do. Mm, I've mm. done red carpet hosting. I love that. I've done interview, like hosting, like what, what you're doing, just yeah. one-on-ones with people, which I also yeah. love. There's so much to this industry that I think it's okay to come here and be open to learning and be open to the falls and to figure out maybe that's actually not the kind of host that I want to be, mm. or that's not the direction I want to be. Um, when Amazing. I moved, like I said, I was like, cool, I'm going to be Ryan Seacrest in six months. I'm so excited. But <laughs> yeah. that's actually not the direction that I want to go anymore. So, like, I don't want to be on radio like Ryan Seacrest. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess you see it on the yeah, internet. Does that answer you your question? I, sorry, yeah, I can't yeah, even remember what your question was. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's okay. No, but look, you see it online, you see it on TV, you see the lifestyle, like, yeah, that'll be cool. But you know, like, you, you yeah. don't see the backstory, you don't see the actual work that goes into no, it, you don't see the hard. prep work. You don't see all the, yeah. you know, the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears in a way. Yeah. Oh, lots of tears. My word. <laughs> <laughs> lots of tears. But I love it. I'm happy I went through those moments and I'm happy I cried when I cried because, mm. like I said, and I think a big theme of my life right now is going through the fields and just growing from that. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That's how you get better. Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. Yeah. And it's going to happen anyway. Like either way, like you're going to have the ups and downs, Like there's no, like no one's exactly. life is just up, 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 up. There's always no. going to be there's always going to be challenges. So if you can learn to embrace them sooner rather than later. Uh, and I like what you said there exactly. about trying a different hosting, trying the different yeah. styles of hosting. And obviously now getting yeah. more back into the, into the, you know, TV and film and maybe acting and, yeah, and it's- playing that role. I think that there is really important, for, like in my opinion, for people, because you have this dream of, I want to do this. And like, you're just yes. so fixated on going in that direction. But now in 2020 and, and onwards, there's so many different yes. versions of things. Like, like you said, exactly. YouTube is, wasn't around the way it is now 10 years ago. Oh yeah, exactly. You know? 
You have like to posting. be open to those things because it changes so quickly too. Totally. Next, look, TikTok, what was that? Yeah, at the start before COVID, like it was there, right? but what was it? It was, it boomed now in quarantine. You know, so, and then who knows what next year is going to bring? And then the year after, who knows what 10 years will bring? There'll be an entire new yeah. industry could be based around AI that you yeah. can get into. I'm a little bit nervous yeah. for the next 10 years, to be honest, the way that everything's going. Look how far we've come in the last 10. Yeah, exactly. You know, but um, it's exciting. I choose to see it totally. as something exciting. Agreed. Because agreed, agreed. That, that change is inevitable, you know. Absolutely. So, you know, at the age of 14, you got into TV and you were hosting back yes. home. Were you always a kid that would always talk? Like, were you just always talking? To be honest with you, I'm actually, I actually am very shy. Like, put me in front of a camera and I can, I can speak, I can shine. But yeah. in, a, in an intimate setting, I'm, I'm actually very shy. <laughs> I think some people would disagree. But if you, if you know me, obviously, I'm very comfortable. But overall, I think I'm shy. And I also, I hated doing orals. Like, when uh, I had to, that kind of, um, I guess, we, could you call that a style of presenting, doing an oral? But that intimate, yeah, 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 the yeah, intimate, yeah. the intimate, intimate setting, I, I, I'm very shy. Like debating, mm. don't put me as in a debate. I'm really? not about that life. However, when I, Steve Sherman, he was actually a living maths um, teacher, which is like an extra math, like an advanced extra math kind of uh, program in South yeah. Africa. Yeah. And he was hosting on this show called Hip to be Square. And they wanted to make the show a lot more young. And he said, Chanel, I'd love you to go and audition for this show. And here I am, little 14 Chanel being like, <laughs> what? Why would he like, what did he see in me? Why did he choose me? But I went there. My audition was a live show, which was unreal. Oh, and um, that's not an audition. I just, I, right? Just thrown <laughs> into the deep end. I freaking loved it. I remember sitting there and watching the show and seeing the presenters do their thing. And the flow of live TV is just so exciting because mm. obviously you can't go back. What you sure. say, what you yeah. do, it's out there. It's so, the no, to answer your question, I was not the girl that's always talking. Um, but I quickly realized that. that this is such a freaking cool industry and yeah, it's something that I definitely. do want. I didn't even know hosting could be a job. It was, you know, I, I grew up as a dancer. So dance being on mm -hmm. stage was always something that I was just kind of used to. Mm -hmm. um, and acting is something I always wanted to pursue. But TV hosting was so new to me and yeah. it just felt yeah. so right. Once I, and I, I did that throughout high school for five years. I'd leave school early on a Monday and go to the studio and do the show wow. and then go home. That's yeah. great. That's pretty, cool. So you go to school fun. and then like half an hour later you're live on TV. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. I would leave I would leave at second break. And so I'd miss the last sub last like hour and a half of school and then head to the studio. And then was, by, the, yeah, by was, the time your friends got home from school, you're live on TV. It's like, oh there's Chanel. She was yeah, just exactly. school, now she's there on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and the How best cool thing that? that I I love to do was shout outs. So a bunch of the times <laughs> Like my friends would be like, please give me a, because at the end of the show, you could like shout out for birthdays or whatever. And they're like, please give me a shout out. So sometimes we would pretend that it was some friend's birthday <laughs> to just like say their name on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like the best moment ever. Totally. Yeah, that's when you've made it in life. Yeah. If you got a shout out from Chanel live on <laughs> yeah. TV. So what was the actual show? It was called Hip to be Square. It was okay. by Mark Shuttleworth, who is the first South African in space. And it was math, science and technology. So it was an educational show. And I started off as the brain teaser girl because uh, Steve Sherman, he was on the show as the brain teaser man. And so I took his job. And um, yeah, so every week I'd do the brain teaser, I'd come on the show like uh, for a few minutes at a time throughout the episode. And then at the end, give the answer and people would win wow. some magazine. I completely forgot the magazine and the prize. But anyway, yeah, yeah, and then okay. as the yeah. years went on, the um, presenters, the main presenters would come and go. And for the last like three years of my time on that show and that show was running, um, I was one of the main presenters. Wow. So I was like, well, wow. what, 16, 17, 18 and hosting on a, and on a, on a show is wow. one of the leads. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. So you, I didn't know how lucky I was. Let's, let's just say that. Totally. Oh, when you're that Speaking age, you don't America, know though. Starting like, again. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Looking back now, like, wow, I was a, I was a lead host on the TV show. Let's just go back in time and stay yeah. there. <laughs> no, exactly. You've mentioned a few times that you were a dancer and, and then like you had a, a, a sheltered or, or, you know, well, and not, what was your upbringing like and, and how did you get into dancing? So my mom grew up as a dancer. My mom had a dance studio in Cape Town 
um, she's very well known in the dancing world. So yeah, the dance, dancing and the arts is kind of was just a part of my life. I mean, I went to ballet at age three uh, and then started tap dancing age four and tap was my forte. I only stopped dancing as a whole at the age of 22. So literally just before I moved to America as well. And I knew that dance was never going to be my career. I didn't, I didn't have that love for it to do it as a, as a career. I always knew I wanted to be on TV and film, but it was the, the best hobby I could have ever had. And I traveled, I've traveled to India. I actually danced for the IPL as a cheerleader for the oh, Sunrisers. Wow. Um, I've been to New York twice. I've been to Boston. I've traveled all around South Africa. So dance is such a big part of my life. That was never, yeah. like I say, going to be my career, but I'm so happy I had it as a hobby. And it taught me the discipline. And it told me, mm-hmm. it kind of, I think, also in a way prepared me for this cutthroat industry here in LA. Because a dancer's life is hard. But yeah, I mean, so many of my friends in South Africa have come from my dancing world. So it was just a part of life, really. My upbringing Amazing. was just dancing five hours on a Saturday. Wow. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting ready for competitions. Um, Incredible. Yeah, very cool. I, I miss uh, those I, days a lot. Yeah. I like what you said there. It sort of taught you and, and prepared you for like this lifestyle, you know, and this life. Yeah this period of what you're going through, you know, um, for sure. and, I, and I, I can definitely relate because, you know, like growing up here in Australia was for me, it was a lot of sports. So I played yeah. AFL, like football, Australian football and cricket. Oh, so wow. football was during the winter. Yes. And as soon as it would finish, like you'd finish on like the last game would be on Sunday and like that Wednesday. So three days later, we'd, I'd start cricket training. Wow. And, I th- I th- and it was, I, th- I think it was that level of commitment at a young age, like 10, 11, 12, Sure. to a sport, to training, to turning up that you, you develop. And it's like a muscle that you build. And as you go yeah. on in life, like that is still there, like that level of commitment, 100%. dedication. Uh, and even like you said in your bio, like there is no plan B. Like why have... No, never. You know, never. And, and was that something that you sort of instilled or grew up with? Or was it was just, let, let's make happen what we're aiming for? I think so, yes, possibly. Um, I'm very lucky to have extremely supportive parents. Um, they've never forced me to do anything that I don't want to do. Awesome. So if I, even though my mom grew up as a dancer and I don't think she would recommend anyone grow up as a dancer or go into that field because it is so difficult and the, the lifespan as a dancer is not very mm-hmm. long. If I wanted to be a dancer, she would have supported it, yeah. you know? And then I also credit my mother for me being here in America right now on my green card and all of that. I think it was extremely difficult for her. I'm an only child. So it was very difficult for her to say, mm-hmm. I remember the day I came down the stairs and I was like, mom, I'm moving to America. And she was <laughs> like, okay, let's do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was as easy as that. You know, she was like, if you want to go, we're going to make you go. So I'm very, very lucky to have awesome. um, such a support system. Yeah. Well, um, that actually ties into and, my next question. Yeah. Do you remember the moment you decided to move to LA? Yes. 100%. I mean, people ask me and be like, have you always wanted to be in LA? Have you always wanted to live in America? And I don't actually know if the answer is yes to that. But the, and the reason I say that is because yes, I've always known what I wanted to do. But it was never something that I was like, I need to be in LA. I need to be in yeah. LA. Yeah. Although I've always wanted growing up wishing that I was an American cheerleader. <laughs> so Did you watch uh, Bring It On? Bring, Bring It On, that movie? Yes. Yes, I actually Love went it. to America on exchange in um in grade 10. And um, the school, the girl that I lived with, Catherine, her sister went to UVA, University of Virginia. And one weekend we went out to her. I mean, we were only 15. So we, we just went to go watch a sporting game and they were cheerleaders on the field. And I remember being like, oh my word, I am here in America and these are real American cheerleaders. This is real. And it's, I not, ran, it's not a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's real. It I happens. In the in the halftime, I ran down to the bottom of the field and I got a photo with all the cheerleaders. And oh, looking back good. now, I'm like, wow, Chanel, those are just like college girls doing yeah. this thing on the field. But anyway. Correct. And they've gone on to do other um, things now. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But sorry, what were we? Where, where were we there? I'm going. The, the, the do you remember the moment? That's okay. Do you remember the moment when you decided oh, yes. to move to LA? The yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I feel like being in America has kind of just subconsciously been something that I've always wanted but wasn't really something I grew up saying I want to be in America. Mm, I want to be America mm, mm. until that day. I, it was in 2014. I walked down the stairs. I remember my house. I walked down the stairs. Marky Costello had a show on E news, uh, sorry, on e, um, the channel. 
and it was all about management in LA and she had this hosting agency and everything and I would watch it religiously and be like oh my goodness that was the day I was like I walked down the stairs I was like mom she was sitting in the lounge I was like mom I need to move to America and (laughs) she was like okay let's do it because my dreams were not possible unfortunately Mm, as mm. much as I love my country and my city what I want to do, it's not possible in Cape Town. Mm, mm, mm. Not possible. Okay. So, well, and I love what you're doing. You know, yeah. putting it on the map, leading the way, and and you know, bringing awareness you. to you know yes. your hometown from America. For which sure, is, for sure. Would you know, LA is the biggest platform to do it on uh, in that space? What was you know? Now looking back again, you can probably give so many tips. But what were some things that you <laughs> learned? when you were first there and realized, well, I wish I knew this before. There's actually nothing I wish I knew before. I am so happy. I went through all those ups, all those downs and learned everything that I've learned now. I grew up very quickly. Like I said, I, I, I've an only child. I've had a very cushioned lifestyle and life. Very blessed to say that. And um, moving to LA was scary. And I didn't realize how scary it was until I moved here. I was excited up the whole way through. Um, there was nothing that I was afraid of, which I, looking back, I'm like, wow, old Chanel was so bold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I could do something so scary yeah. right now, knowing yeah. how big and scary the world actually is. Yeah, so maybe yeah. my bubble lifestyle was actually um, a positive in that aspect. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Moved here with no fears. But yeah, no, there's nothing... There's nothing I would redo. There's nothing that I would change. Um, even getting into acting now later, I'm. even though I said earlier it was possibly something I regret and I don't really like to use that word, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I did it. I'm doing it now because I feel so much more stable yeah. mentally, physically. I, my goals are a lot clearer. So I'm in a better space to now You're in a better space to approach that goal. Yeah, yeah yes, definitely. exactly. Definitely. What, what was your um, first big would, break? Yeah. What was your first big break? So actually only three months into living in LA, I mean, I was emailing every day. I was bold. Also, I was a great stalker. I found out like <laughs> everybody's agent, everybody's manager, all the TV shows in here, here in America because it was so new to me. I only knew E! News. And I was like, <laughs> that is the show I need to be on. <laughs> but um, my big break, uh, well, my first break, I'd say. My big break is still coming. I'm still, that's still awesome. coming and I'm very excited that. for that day. I love that. <laughs> but my, my first break in America was on the show, The Buzz with Bobby Jones. Um, he was like my, he is like my American dad here. He just, he taught me so much and guided me so much and gave me so many opportunities, like on the red carpets, speaking to all the celebrities I've spoken to and kind of getting my foot in the door in the American industry because I was so new, even though I'd done everything in South Africa already coming to LA was a clean start nobody yeah. cared that I was on hip to be square nobody cared that I had done this show and that show you know and that's fine I, I I'm not sad about that I think it's great that I had a, a fresh start awesome. um something awesome. new so yeah that that was that was the first thing the buzz, the buzz. on MBC. Like yeah so, so what's what's the lifestyle like there like for someone in your role and your visions and your goal what, what what's a day entail you know it's just a little bit it's of a selfish all, question for me. So what happens? No. Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's actually, my life is, my life is very different every day, which is very, I'm very fortunate enough to say that. I do sometimes crave that routine that I had growing up, which is like school and then extramurals and then dinner and bed stuff. <laughs> I do sometimes miss that kind of routine. But with what I do now, I don't think I would work well with a, very strategic kind of lifestyle. I love the fact that I can pack up and go to Miami for a week. I love the fact that I can pack up and go home for two months and everything is going to be fine. Um, So let's say today, today's a, today's an exciting day. So I woke up and I went, my my boyfriend and I, we, uh, he's a DP. So he's also in the industry, which is great. Um, He actually needed to meet somebody to get some footage. So we always back and forth with kind of helping each other out too so we went to the area where he was collecting the footage we had a lovely breakfast I had my two coffees (laughs) I'm very energetic right now and then came home we set up a little studio here now for our interview a little bit later on today I'm actually going to go play golf I'm getting into golf Jamie who am I I don't know (laughs) and then uh and then tonight I'm actually doing a Halloween themed yoga class with a few people from AGT yeah 
So, and then let's say it's AGT. I'm working with America's Got Talent. My day is completely different. I'm up at six. I'm, I'm at the office at 7 a.m. I finish at eight. I go to the gym because we could use the gym at the hotel that we were based at, luckily, given the COVID situations. Yeah. Um, everything is closed here. I could work out and then I'm home in, in bed having tea and going to sleep to start the day again, you know? So life in LA is majority of people, I would say it's a freelance lifestyle. Mm. Every day is different. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Which That's also cool. maybe like is not it. a good thing at times because you can get stuck in the rut. Totally. You know, if you don't have anything to do that yeah. day, it's very easy to sit on the couch and watch TV all day and feel sorry totally. for yourself. Yeah, correct, <laughs> correct. Know, and, so and, and not do the groundwork. Yeah. There we yeah. go. But also, yeah. though, it's good to have days like that. Of course, so we're I all allow, humans. I, allow, I allow myself to have a couch day and then to have Absolutely. a busy work day. Yeah. You know, and you deserve it. Like when you, when you work for it and, and you you do three, four, two weeks, whatever it is, straight like just hustling, hustling, oh, hustling yeah. and getting it done. Yeah, you deserve a week or two, a day or two to yourself to say, you know what, I'm going to watch as many Netflix uh, yes. and stand anything yes. I can. Uh, on, and if online. it is a week, Jamie, let's indulge in that week. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, if it's a month, well, you know what? Let's just say it's a month. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't say I've done there that, but go. you know, maybe someone else out there is doing it. I like it. I like it. So when no you judging. said, like, nah, definitely not. So now with, you know, <laughs> America's got talent, what, like, one, how did you get that role? Two, mm-hmm. like, what does that entail? Like, again, because mm-hmm. for like people at home, they see the TV. But what yes. actually goes, like you said, you're there from 7 a.m. till 8. Yeah. What yeah. happens in that, you know, 13-hour period? Yeah. Well, I actually have quite a fun story with AGT. And I guess it's quite a full circle story is that when I left, um, when I left South Africa for America, my mom and I joked, we said two things. How amazing will it be one day if you interview Simon Cowell and two, if you are on the carpet at the Oscars, whether that be working or interviewing or whatever, you know, just to be at the Oscars. So those were two things that were kind of just fed out there. Within my first year, I interviewed Simon Cowell on the red carpet and I went to the Golden Globes. Not the Oscars, Amazing. but, you know, on par Almost with just as, yeah, de- yeah, award show. Yeah, just yeah. as amazing. And so with the buzz, I... um. As, as you know, I've got to interview quite a few celebrities. And when it was the live shows of AGT, after the live show, the contestants would go on a red carpet. And there you would have all the TV channels, and that's E and Access and um, the Insider, our show, The Buzz, and we interview all the judges and the contestants. So for three years, I did that, interviewed Simon Cowell, met him, phenomenal man. And the end goal, just to tell you, because I don't think I've told you this, um, the end goal of my career would be to host a show like America's Got Talent and work for Simon Cowell as a host for one of his shows. So the fact that I had interviewed him and chatted to him and like he knows me, that was just so surreal. And then this year, this year, I took that a step further. And my friend Marissa, who I know from the TV hosting world, she started working on AGT as a producer and she knows I love AGT and just want to be involved any way that I can. And she was like, we have positions open for in production. And she said, would you like to apply and be involved? And I was like, didn't even second guess it. I was like, <laughs> absolutely, yes. And this is also up? such a new venture. Yeah, right. it's such a new um, avenue for me to be working a lot behind the scenes and actually in production to see how things work. So this year is when I started actually working for America's Got Talent. So not just like interviewing Simon and working for my show and having that kind of connection. Mm -hmm. It was actually with the company, which was so cool. And this year I was with the contestants. So basically what happens from the 7 a.m., I'm in the contestant production team. We, uh, it's not very glamorous at all. First of all, let me tell you that. (laughs) It's, It's hard work. It's long hours. But I never woke up over those seven weeks. I never woke up and went, oh, I have to wake up. I have to go to yeah, work. And yeah. I'm not a morning girl. <laughs> Ask anybody that knows me. Chanel is not a morning girl. So the <laughs> fact that I would wake up at 6 a.m. and get out of bed and go to work and be so Let's excited, yeah. not complaining. My boyfriend actually said that to me at the end of the seven weeks. He was like, Chanel, you actually never complained once about going to work. And I was like, well, oh, my word. That is so true. I didn't. That's so that that means I'm, I know I'm in the right place, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, my word, I take a long time to answer your question. Jamie. 
<laughs> but um, what happens in those 13 hour periods is, yeah, so we start in the morning, 7 a.m. We do the breakfast. We work with the catering. We package because of COVID. My onsite probably would also be a little bit different given it wasn't <clears throat> a COVID year. So yeah. this is just happening because a lot of things were also done on Zoom. So in that day, I would go to rehearsals with the contestants. I would set up the Zoom and the camera because all the producer, producers would be on screen on Zoom and I would be in the studio with the contestant while wow. they're rehearsing. So it was pretty cool. I got to see a lot of the performances and the, the comedy sketches and Brandon, who actually won, I got to see his performances um, wow. like before the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. And so we'd load that onto the system. Um, then it was a lot of driving the contestants back and forth from the hotel to Universal Studios because of COVID. We were doing it at Universal Studios this year as opposed to the Dolby, which is yeah. where they do the Oscars as well. So I, I know Universal Studios like the back of my hand. Yeah, literally, it's crazy. For my birthday last year, we went to Universal Studios to Harry Potter World and everything as, uh, love it. you know, just people and now this year i know universal studios <laughs> as like an employee and like the back end of everything it was yeah, it was very yeah. cool Amazing. and then yeah just a lot of um kind of just running and yeah. helping and yeah. making the show work and bring it all together then yeah brand, and then sometimes in our uh downtimes of course we played a lot of uno <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of we had some downtime so now i'm an uno pro um but yeah it's just, it's a it's a lot of hustle bustle it's, like it's very it. exciting a lot of covid yeah. tests my goodness yeah. that was three times a week having a covid test um so yeah i think if you had asked me this question last year or, or the um, years moving forward it might be a little bit different but this year was just kind of also figuring out how to make a show work totally. given the circumstances 2020 yeah. situation yeah, yeah yeah so on that like what do you see as the future of the of the film and tv because yeah definitely this year has <clears> changed <throat> the way we do things in on, yeah. on a huge scale uh, and and the yeah. one thing i love especially is that like technically like the show still went on P oh you know, 100%. TV shows still went on entertainment sports still happened you know so people got it creative is. and figured out how do we do this like, honestly like with my podcast before covid I was always like, I'm never going to do a Zoom. I want to do it in person. And I want to have like the energy of people together to do the recordings. But then because of Zoom, like I, uh, because of COVID, I had to use Zoom. And it's the yeah. best thing I ever did. Oh, you know, yeah. We definitely Perfect. wouldn't be here right now. You know, exactly. Um, it's just opened so many more doors. And yeah. I think that's the attitude that you have to take is that. Totally. Okay. There's a bump in the road, but yeah. we can still carry on with the Correct. show. And Correct. I think Correct. Hollywood had to take that approach because nobody was working i mean what does hollywood run on it runs on productions and here we can't even be six feet from each other mm. everything so many movies have been postponed to next year um a quiet place do you know that have you watched a quiet place no a oh, phenomenal film you should watch it but quiet their place. billboard for yeah so good their billboard for the second film was put up in february this month uh, this year February this year on Sunset Boulevard. And when that's when everything kind of started to shut down. And that billboard has actually, it's now there's another one in Hollywood. That's actually just stayed up this whole year, which has been a very eerie reminder of how much things have changed because they didn't want to launch in cinema because cinemas yeah, were closed. So they yeah. couldn't. Yeah, they would make, so I think they also lost a lot of money. A lot of um, premieres have also happened on uh, digitally, digitally. Is that how? Why can't I say that? Play that virtually. Like Mulan on there we go. Like Mulan on Disney Plus. So we've kind of just had to adapt. Um, I think for me, it's made me realize that this is going to just get even harder. Um, it's also made me grateful that I can now audition, keep on auditioning because a lot okay. of things are done through self tapes, anyways, and a lot of people book stuff on self tapes. So, yeah, it's just, I think moving forward is going to be very different for Hollywood, but we're making it work. Um, correct, correct. Yeah. Product, the, the, the exciting thing for me is to see how things were done during America's Got Talent to yeah. make the show go on, to be like, okay, there, there is a way. I don't think it's going to be like this forever, which is great. Yeah. I hope yeah. not. My goodness. Agreed. <laughs> that would suck. Agreed. Yeah. But um, it, it's, it's still doable. We don't totally. have to give up. That's it.
Absolutely. What I'm Absolutely. Do you think next year or even maybe even the year after, like 2021, 2022, like there'll be a massive influx of work? Like there'll be tons of movies, tons, like once it all starts to reopen again? Um, I hope so. I think the more movies that are created here, the more shows, the more jobs. So a lot of True. people have taken a knock. However, though, the one thing that is great about is great about the American government is that we've all been given unemployment due to COVID. Awesome. Yeah, so a yeah, lot of people yeah. were able to survive and keep on going yeah, um, yeah. every week by getting some money, which yeah, I know isn't yeah. a luxury to, I mean, even in South Africa, that's, that wasn't happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people have struggled, but that was something that was wonderful here that we were yeah. able to get some kind of income, even yeah. though production productions were down. Um, but down, I do think, yeah, yeah there's, there've been a, um, three shows now that have actually aired one on NBC, um, one on, Hulu or and one on Netflix, whatever, that is actually all done on Zoom. Oh wow. My friend preaches on one show on NBC connecting. The whole show is done on Zoom. So all the actors are acting with each other via Zoom. So <laughs> that is definitely you know what it's called? Concept. I want to watch it. I want to check it out to connecting. see connecting. connecting on NBC. Yeah. Just so to that's see a the, concept that yeah. to see how it's done. Yeah, because that's a concept that I mean, we would never have thought of given the situation. Nah. So I think that's where we've got to see the light is that there's mm. new stories to tell, totally. different angles. I, um, like I wonder how long, though, we are going to hear about COVID and 2020 being the yeah. year and stories moving Correct. forward. Correct. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> We're going to get over it and be like, let's yeah. not be reminded of that, of that time, please. In like 30 <laughs> years, we'll look back. Do you remember 2020? Yeah. <laughs> You remember that shit we well, went through? Well, actually, funny that you say that is that I just watched the show um, Chicago 7 on Netflix. Yep. If you haven't watched that, that's also great. And I was like, that's so insane that that actually, you know, was a time in history that is now being uh, reenacted on Netflix. Given 20 years, 30 years, we're going to be watching documentaries about 2020 COVID. and how totally. people would already get dressed from the top upwards <laughs> yeah. for their Zoom And we meetings. had this whole thing called <laughs> Zoom. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, the, <laughs> What do you think would be some, you know, really powerful tips for someone wanting to make the move, you know, based on your experience and based on someone that's like they're living it now, you know, not someone. Yeah. The reason that I'm asking this is I don't want to ask someone that's went there and then come back and was only there for a year and being yeah. back some, wherever they are for like two years. Someone that's living it right now, like in the thick of it, yeah. going through probably the challenging, the most challenging time ever with COVID. Like, yeah. what, what would be some tips to to really help someone make the move there whenever the borders open and you can actually travel international? What would be sure. some tips for them? Well, I think also, I think the actual moving process as a South African is a lot more challenging. So I'm not too sure how difficult or easy it is for you guys as Australians to come this side of the world. But I do know as a South African, first of all, if you are wanting to come here, then bless you, Dave. Bless you. <laughs> um, as a, if you are South African wanting to come here, 100% first thing is to get the paperwork sorted. So I know that that's also quite a boring, tedious kind of process, but you do need to get that yeah. uh, sorted in it so that you can work here. Because yeah. me being on a green card, I would not have been able to have come this far if I was on any other visa, mm, I don't mm, think, mm. because you're very restricted. You can only be here for a few months or a few years, and then you have to renew, and it's it's yeah. a big process. Yeah. But coming on a green card, it's valid for the rest of my life. Awesome. And actually, next year, I'm going to be doing the process of becoming an American. So Amazing. I'm going to be an American girl. I could be the American Shelly that I've always wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but uh, so, yeah, that's the first thing I would say is paperwork 100%. You don't want to come here and you don't, especially during this time where there's so, so many restrictions on travel, you don't want to be totally. uh, given like a red flag or a red dot by your name and questioned. It's yeah. just, it's not worth it. Yeah. If you are serious yeah. about being here, it's not worth it to take the shortcuts. Yeah. So just make sure that mm. you get legally. And then, second of all, <laughs> you need to really love this industry. Because it is difficult. And I'm annoying myself by even saying that because you do want to hear that it's all fun and glitz and glam. Totally. And totally. You don't want to be told that it's difficult. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's difficult in a bad way. I'm not, I'm not saying that as a negative. It's just the reality. 
it's not really a negative or a positive. But being in LA is difficult. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So it's your choice whether you see that as a challenge or something to um, embrace and and be better from it. Yeah. And uh, third thing is money. I know that's also a very sensitive topic that people don't really want to talk about money. Me neither. But that is, again, very important. You need to come here with a little bit of money or a little bit of a an idea of how you're going to be getting money like it. Yeah. because credit, the credit story here in America, it's just all those like things that no one really tells you prior mm. to moving mm. that you don't know because we don't have a credit story in South Africa. Like it is here. You need credit for everything to buy a car, get an apartment. Nobody cares if you just moved here and don't have credit. They're like, well, I need to see your credit. So there's no easy route for that as foreigners coming in. <clears throat> so yeah, those are my three things is really paperwork. Um, just accepting that it's going to be difficult, yeah. but seeing as that is exciting Correct. and uh, Absolutely. money. Yeah, and then just go for it. Don't have that plan B. I've always said that. Don't have that plan B. Yes, life is difficult. I think every avenue you take, whether you're a doctor, whether you are a dancer, whether you are an actress, any life is difficult. Yeah. And yeah. it's Agreed. how you choose to see it and Agreed. embrace it. So, Agreed. And you've got to think fun. as well. It's like, fun being here. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, on the topic of that whole, it's difficult. I've got a really good friend of mine who's from Melbourne and he's chased the whole career and he's in LA at the moment doing incredible things. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And even he said like, it's, it's not easy. And it's almost like everyone, like if you speak to any single person with, like you said, you're a producer, actor, actress, TV host, everyone. musician, what do you get? Well, it's, it's hard. So yeah. it's, like, it's not like you're trying to just warn, like, you know, you're trying to be like a, the bad person. Say yeah. it's hard. Like every single person is going to say that. So you know, bite yeah. the bull and be like, well, maybe it's going to be fucking hard. You know, yeah, uh, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But that's, yeah. but, but if you want it bad enough and if you love totally. it, like I literally, we actually had this conversation the other day because I was like, oh, I wish I kind of just took an easier route, not necessarily an easier job. Let's just say mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. like a, an accountant, right? That's, I'm not saying that's an easy job but it is a more simple route because right. it's lined out for you. You study for these amount of years, you go to this job, you, you do your work and you go home. Yeah. Oh, bliss. <laughs> but here it's like every day it's like, OMG, is this going to happen? Am I going to get that job? Am I going to book that role? Am I going to wait another 10 years until I, I fully have mm, everything that I mm, have dreamed of? Mm, I don't mm. know, but that's part of the fun of it. So totally. yeah, sometimes I do wish the unknown, I the unknown is, is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you know what? The, the simple <laughs> route sometimes is yeah, you speak to people that are 40, 50, 60, like, yeah, they've done the simple you know, route forever. And they're like, oh, I wish I did something different when I was younger. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, you know, well, that's the thing. I, I, I do have moments of being like, oh, I wish. But then I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything else. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to change my life. Yeah. And I I'm am far. staying. Exactly. I've come this far and I'm staying. I yeah, freaking good. love LA. <laughs> good. Well, on that note, what's 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 next? What's the future? You know, again, in this unknown time, it's obviously gonna be very difficult to say, well, what's gonna actually coming yeah. up. But for you, you know, long short term, sort of, you know, a year or two to then yeah. long term, what's what's the plans for you and the vision for you? Well, America's got talent starts again next year. So I will hopefully be back on board with that come March. But until then, it really is just keep on keeping on, Jamie. Like I know what I want to do and I know where I want to be. And it's every day. It's just keeping that in the forefront of my mind and tackling the obstacles that come in my way. So I I work out, um, I'm auditioning. I'm doing a lot of self tapes. I actually got a, uh, so I have a manager and I just, now this is also crazy being here almost five years. I've only just got an agent. It's very (laughs) difficult to get a manager and an agent. So I've just, I've just got an agent. So now my team has grown a little bit more, which is amazing. Awesome. Um, I am thinking of doing my own podcast too. So amazing. I am in, yeah, in, in works of that. I think like you awesome. said, given the situation, it's actually so easy to connect with people all around the world. Absolutely. And thanks to Instagram, I do have friends all around the world in this <laughs> industry, which I think is so yeah. cool that I can interact with. Awesome. So, you know, the end goal never changes. What happens up until then? you know, is up is different routes and it's Correct. how I choose to, to, to tackle that and which I road that. I decide to go down. Good. So, I, and I, and I love that about the life here is that mm. it can mm. change so quickly. Like I never thought mm. I would be working in production and America's got talent. Yes, that would have been a dream, but I didn't think it could actually happen. happen. So now, yeah. you know, mm. who knows, maybe I can work with America's got talent full time one day. 
Um, so I really, like to answer your question, is just keeping on, keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. potential podcast, doing the auditions. Um, you know, maybe well, given the situation, I actually thought I was going to be in South Africa in December, but that's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows what December brings? Totally, um, totally. But yeah, that's that's. Well, let's hope. That's let's hope there's here. a few. Um, let's hope there's a few lunch dates with Charlie Sarong. That'll be a nice one to. Uh, to yeah, hello. Yay. You know, we're still waiting on that email. She hasn't emailed yet. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing out there? Out there though. I'll, give, I'll give it a day. So we'll give it five minutes and then she doesn't remember the email. What's going on? Love it. What, what's one thing that you learned, you know, in the process to, to date that really like blew you away, whether it be personally or whether it be the whole, you know, LA and Hollywood thing. Uh, but one thing that you learned that really just like, wow, I, I didn't know that or I didn't expect that. Um, I think just how difficult it was going to be. I don't know if that's a bit of an boring answer, but I really landed in the city so naive mm, and mm. didn't think it was going to be so difficult um I could have given up several times already uh but I haven't and I won't um but every day I'm learning things um just even how a red carpet works something so simple like that like how you actually have to sometimes fight with the publicist to be like <laughs> listen I'm here for you guys please, can you bring your celebrity to talk to me? You know, I didn't know that that was such a struggle. Behind oh, wow. the scenes on a red carpet is a bit of a shit show. Let me tell you that. Well. <laughs> Sorry, can I can I say that on here? Of course oh, you well, can. I did. Of course you can. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a bit hectic behind the scenes. And then also, I've also done work as an extra. Being an extra on sets was one of my first jobs here too, which is very interesting to see the behind the scenes of like a Hollywood set. Um. It's just so much bigger and there's so many more people and it's just, it's like, wow, I'm actually on a Hollywood set. movie set. This is yeah, pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah. 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 So yeah. everything, literally I've learned, I've started again. So awesome. I, I, my, my time in South Africa, everything that I've done prepared me for the moment of moving here. And like I said, you know, no one cared what I did in South Africa. So I kind of started mm, again, mm, but mm. I really did start again because it is so different. Just how people work, how people um, communicate. It's, it's, it's different, but it's an exciting difference, awesome, you know, awesome. and I embrace that. Good, good. Maybe give us a, a couple, one or two quick stories of this whole red carpet behind the scenes. Something that, you know, most people oh, my know. Word, I have the worst story. Okay. So I have- <laughs> I've had majority of my red carpet interviews, actually all my red carpet interviews have been really pleasant. Um, I did have an interview with Robert Downey Jr. And I don't think that he wanted to be there at all because he was pretty rude in the interview. <laughs> like He didn't even make eye contact with me. Like he was so oh, wow. over it. And I didn't take that personally because he was like that with everyone. So I was like, okay, he just doesn't want to be here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then yeah. at the Golden Globes, um, Jimmy Kimmel, I had a really cool moment with him. Uh, he was actually hosting the show at that time. But then Kendall and Kylie Jenner arrived at the after party. And my my boss was like, Chanel, they weren't, they weren't like really stopping for interviews. He was like, Chanel, you need to go and get that interview. And I was like, hey, guys, what do you think of the show? They both looked at me, looked me up and down and on <laughs> And then I just turned to camera and I was like, clearly they're speechless. They love the show so much. Yeah. They've got nothing to say. <laughs> But um, I do have one cringe story is that I was at the NBC um, press tour. So before all the shows air on NBC, they invite all the press to come into this, like into a, one of the hotels. It always changes, but into the big boardroom and they set up the red carpet and the lights and everything. You have all the networks and all the shows, their cast moves um, from each network to just kind of, you know, get the, the story out of their new yeah. show. And interviewed someone from Nicole, well, who I thought was from Nicole Richie's new show. And she was not who I thought she was. And so I'm asking her about this show. And she's like, oh, she was actually so sweet though. She was like, oh, um, I don't I don't actually know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my word, are you not? I can't remember her name. Are you not her name from Nicole Richie's show? And she was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, oh my God, what show are you from? <laughs> she told me her show. And thank goodness I had done my research prior. Because you get a list of like who's coming down and what yeah, shows. Yeah, so yeah. I was able to so quickly snap into her, into like what I knew about her show. 
So thank goodness I had her who was so lovely and she was like yeah. apologetic to like me almost that I thought that she was somebody else. This but was it's live though, was camera. it? It's not live, but it's oh, okay. all on camera because we totally. wrote it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So luckily yeah. no one in real life has seen that. But yeah. <laughs> that was it's a just in the cloud somewhere. Just in the cloud somewhere, somewhere that footage oh, is goodness. floating around. I mean, but even though it happened between me and her, like there are people around. Like my oh, boss was watching and we had a few yeah. assistants that day and all the other hosts and oh my God, I just ended up. And they were like, <laughs> you handled that well, but wow, embarrassing. <laughs> know your people, know your people. I love it. <laughs> yeah. They look very similar, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you remember the moment, Chanel, when you sort of said to yourself, well, like, this is real. Like, this is real. Yes. Um, I, it, was, it was when I met Simon Carl. And that was much later in my, in my year of moving. So I moved in 2016. And that was the uh, November, the October of 2016. And I think because he is just such a pinch me moment. And somebody What's he like that as a I... Person? Wonderful absolutely wonderful respectful so generous of his time like a lot of people i had a moment with uh with tyra banks's publicist the one year and she was like tyra will not be doing any interviews and i'm like we all here to interview tyra like yeah. we're not here for any other reason and tyra actually heard her tell me that she doesn't want to that she won't be doing interviews and tyra was like i will be doing it's fine i will do the interview so we had a very lovely interview with tyra Awesome. Um, but I don't know why I'm telling you that now, but back to Simon Carl, <laughs> he, no matter what his publicist says, he will give every single network his time. He will talk. He will, he's so polite. Um, I mean, I, yeah, he's just, he's, he's authentic. He really yeah. is just a normal what guy. you see on TV. He's in real yeah. life. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like slowed down on being harsh but he's still extremely honest, even mm -hmm. if it's not in a harsh way anymore. Like if yeah, I was on yeah. that show as a contestant, I wouldn't really care what anybody else said, but Simon Carl, because he says it like it is, you know? Correct. Yeah. You know, it's coming from the yeah. heart. Just in a nicer way hurt. this year. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a nicer, <laughs> in way, a nicer way. Now that he has like a son, it. he's like, maybe I should be a little bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because my foot is, maybe because my name's going to be all over the internet forever. Maybe yeah. I can you know, make a good legacy for myself. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Um, do you, do you, let me ask you, like, what makes you, the question is not like, what's special about you, but wh why have you done so well in a five-year period? Like, why did you get on America's Got Talent? Like, I'm sure they were in the same year that you came, there would have been probably yes. a thousand people from all over the world that flew into LA. Yeah. So maybe pursue a career. I think, Jamie, um, I've been very lucky with my support system I'm in a very emotional person and a very sensitive person so I'm lucky to have a wonderful support around me and then another thing is that I'm just I'm not giving up mm. you know and I, it's very easy to give up in this industry and if I keep on going it's eventually going to happen so those two things and then sure if I can flatter myself a little bit you got to have a little bit of talent <laughs> to also make it. that's a no-brainer so, <laughs> yeah. yeah so the yeah. fact that i i love what i do as well is what's going to take mm. me far so it's the support it's the love of it and it's just keeping on and, and 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 the beautiful thing is that in like in 10 years time 20 years time like you land that that like you said that big break hasn't come yet but in yes. you know, whenever that may be whether it's next year or whatever it may be and yes. you know, you're a household name people are like, oh my god you're so lucky like you just knew the right person it's like yeah but for like for the first four years i didn't know the right person yeah and i still had yeah. to turn up and i still had to oh there we go yeah lucky when people say oh you're so lucky it's it's not lucky sure no. there's a bit of luck in there there's a bit of luck in everything that we do Mm. but it's a lot of hard work and totally. I'm not lucky to have got this job. I worked for this job. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, you, you touched on that already, but I just wanted to emphasize that because people do forget the behind the scenes. You can't yeah. trust Instagram. Let me tell you that my Instagram 100%. looked absolutely fabulous when I was having a really tough time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, like that's something I had to learn. Well, exactly. Like I said, when you make it and, and it doesn't matter what industry it is, it doesn't matter if it's TV, you know, music or business or just as a parent or in life, in, in a career, if you make that yeah. role from a, you know, uh, the two IC to then moving to the owner of a business, well, it's like you had to work that 
you're not lucky because you were there. You exactly. had to do work to get yeah. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ruby, um, Ruby Rose, when Ruby Rose like blew up after Orange is the, Orange is the New Black, excuse me, I, um, I followed her on Instagram and she posted something that was so relevant to the time because everyone was like, Ruby Rose, overnight success. Oh my word, Ruby Rose. We just, everyone's obsessed with Ruby Rose overnight. And she posted something that said, every overnight success is a good 15 years in the making. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we don't know what she had been doing. Totally. 15 years prior to the totally. day that she blew up. Totally. And we forget that. Incredible. Incredible. So true. Yeah. So true. Last question as we start to sort of to, to wrap it up. Shana, and again, I really appreciate every uh, minute of this. Um, oh, really I've loved this. It's yeah. been good. It's been good fun. Uh, has Was there something that anyone ever said to you or something that you heard, something that you read, whether it be a motivational thing or something that something you just, you know, you consumed that when it's time for you to really dig deep and really, you know, get that grunt out. It's like a, maybe it's a quote or a saying or something that you just say to yourself. What would that be? Um, I've, I've said this, I think, a lot in our conversation, which is keep on keeping on. And that's actually something that Steve Sherman, the guy that got me my first job on TV. He said that to me when I moved here to America. And that's also just, I think, brings you back to being grounded. That it, it has, it, the keep on keeping on has like two avenues for me. It's you're going to make it, just keep on. It's the positive. You got this. But also the keep on keeping on has a slightly lower frequency where it's like, it's hard. It's difficult. Things are going to come in the way, but just keep on going. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a very simple thing to mm. your answer. Mm. But I think yeah. it's, for me, it's been very, it's been constant. Yeah. He said yeah. that to me literally a few months into my move here. And I was like, wow, that that's actually, that sits with me. I like that. Mm, mm, and I've just mm. always just referred back to it of keep on going. It's okay. Just it. keep swimming a little dory, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a little dory. <laughs> oh, I, yes. Yeah. Fun and then there's Absolutely. also, there's lots of things that I do say to myself all the time. I, I, I'm also, my boyfriend and I, we have a very close relationship where he, allow, he allows me to offload and talk. I think talking is so important. Mm, I think yeah. everybody in the world should have their own therapist. I think it's mm, talking is just, we bottle up so much and yeah. sometimes just hearing what you are thinking by saying it and hearing it out loud. It just, it, it, it solves that maybe little Correct. problem or issue that you are yeah. dealing with yeah. by just voicing yeah. it, yeah. you know? So good. So good. No, that's yeah. so true. Well, Chanel, again, like I said, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time oh. uh, here today. Yes. Such a pleasure. Yes. Thank you for or, having or me. Or yesterday uh, in your world yeah, and, and yeah. today in my world. <laughs> so, weird. so yeah. So Where would be the best space for people to follow you, find you, learn more about like, what you do? Yes, Instagram. I've kind of done all the roots of YouTube and Twitter and I even was on TikTok for a bit, but I've used TikTok <laughs> since watching The Social Dilemma. Don't know if you watched oh, that. Yeah, I have, Very I scary have. stuff. Yes, yeah. very. Um, so the best thing for me is Instagram. Luckily on Instagram, yeah. it has Reels now, IGTV. So I've got my acting stuff on there, my hosting stuff. And awesome. it's just Actional Herlin. And a lot, awesome. lot of people have reached out to me. I mean, I, I don't think I know it all at all, but I am very happy to always give my two cents, my awesome. advice, tell my story. If anybody has mm. reached out to me before, I've always replied yeah, to them. So awesome. I, I love, love opening that. that door and being awesome. a little bit of advice good. maybe. If yeah, I good, good, good. Well, make sure you guys reach out for yeah. sure. And if anyone is listening and, yeah. or, or watching now uh, and thinks that they want to make the move to LA or even just get into the industry, wherever they are around the world, I'm sure there's some tips yeah. and strategies that you can share to, to help them 100%. Uh, on the journey. But again, Chanel, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, and everyone else out there thank listening you, now uh, and tuning in, thank you so much. For, for And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.